0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: Today's program was brought to you by Union Beer. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com.
2: I'm Linda Palacio, host of A Taste of the Past. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit
0: heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more.
3: Hey, 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 welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's number forty three and the Good Beer Seal. Today is Tuesday, June 2nd, 2015. It's a special show. We've got some friends from Greenport Harbor and, and Long Island talking about craft beer. Beer Sessions Radio is brought to you by Union Beer Distributors, supplier of world class ales and lagers. If you have any questions for our guests today, you can tweet us at beer underscore sessions. We've got uh, live tweeters going on all day. So special in studio guests today. We've got John Leegee and Brian Russell and Sean McCain from Greenport Harbor back in the studio. We have- seen you guys for a while welcome in nico comedians has got got a special like long island uh, uh, beer and event report and a new buddies in town ralph parazzo from bbd eats on long island so we've we we got a lot to talk about you know what's been going on in the world of craft beer yeah man. so say what a little bit a, little bit. <laughs> a lot of things it's, it's unbelievable you know <laughs> the beer weeks wasn't there just a long island beer week nico yeah may and what was that like
2: uh Well, actually, Ralph could speak about that. Ralph was definitely uh, one of the leading participants in in the events and such, an organization. But in general, it was good.
4: It 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 was was great. It was great. You know, it really came together. Uh, We hosted an event where we took, like, uh, the five best stouts of the country, uh, which people know of. You know, we had uh, Bourbon County Coffee. We had uh, Parabolo and Draft. We had – what else was on that was pretty major? Some good stuff. Some good stuff. And And it was also Queens
3: Beer Week, too, which is kind of amazing, all that was going on at once.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah, everything's kind of
2: just exploding into weeks.
3: That's awesome. So you know, and, and talking about when we first started our show, you know, Greenport Harbor, you guys were just starting up, and now you've r- really expanded. And we want to talk a little about that in the show as well. Cool. So tell us what's Have going on, John. A, so, yeah, you, well, you, so tell us about the expansion you know, and the new brewery and the restaurant. And,
5: we we basically started uh, six years ago this July. Um, Two years in, you know, we were in that little firehouse in Greenport. Um, We were pretty much set on making small quantities of beer and and really kind of keeping to, you know, making the beer the best it could be. And within two years, we knew we were going to run into trouble and need to find a new space. So we began that search, and it took a little longer than we thought. But we uh, we're there, and we're in, and, and it's given us the space to not only make more beer, but to... Start packaging and open a restaurant and just, you know, great piece of property on the North Fork. It's beautiful out there. It's as beautiful as Long Island gets, um, I think. So um, it is just a awesome, like, lucky thing that we're able to.
3: You know, I'll tell you, one of the gems of, of Greenport Harbor is that, you got Sean McCain now. as your sales director. <laughs> yeah. Sean, we knew you are from Victory yeah. and the Bronx, and you yeah. just busted up. I remember you telling me about how you got your cans into, like, uh, where are the I Knicks play. Cans Who knows the Knicks anymore? To, but, you know. Wherever they I play do basketball now, Jimmy. and things.
6: I do Jimmy, I, Jimmy, I do bottles now, and that's another thing about the expansion that's really important, is that with this expansion, we put in a packaging line that we just launched on April 20th, 420, for those that are keeping number scores at, uh, at home. Where we've launched all of Long Island, New York City, and in the last two weeks, all of New York State and the two northern counties of Connecticut.
3: And you're going to taste us on some bottles tonight. We
6: are actually in front of us. If everybody wants to grab a glass, we have our summer ale, which is a five percent golden ale with orange blossom honey, um, which tastes about as good as beer can taste on the summer day. Awesome. And you
3: got something else? You got a chef and a restaurant happening, Brian Russell.
7: Yes, absolutely. How you doing? So uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, building a restaurant right on uh, the property there in Peconic. Um, so uh, everything is going to be very beer focused, um, and I'm working with local farms. Um, and
6: uh, beyond that, though, but Brian not only has been working with local farms, Brian has been working in the brewery since last September. Like, he's cleaned as many and filled as many kegs as <laughs> one could possibly do in a production yeah. brewery. He's, uh, he's done everything. He knows he,
0: yeah.
6: he knows his shit. So what he's doing is essentially he's making a menu that's, instead of pairing, you know, food to beer, he's pairing, or I'm sorry, right, vice versa, right? I mean, you're really, you're pairing, like, your, the, very the food to focused. the beer, right? Uh, I've
7: been, I've been uh, beer-focused for most of my career. My uh, previous gig was at La Baderia at Italy. Can you pronounce Uh,
6: that one more time? (laughs) La
7: Perreria? How do you you say the
3: word (laughs) T-H-Y-M-E?
7: Time. (laughs) Time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I opened up that restaurant, and of course, you know, they had a brewery over there and everything on the menu, um, you know, paired with the beers that were brewed. And so we are doing uh, the exact same thing. On premise, at so give us like th- the-
3: three dishes that you're going to have on the menu.
7: Well, I can't tell you the dishes, but I will tell you that oh, everything oh, is oh. going to be locally sourced from the North Fork of Long Island, and I am.
3: So rocks and sand, and <laughs> you can't tell <laughs> me. You can't
7: swells. even tell me one dish, uh, yeah. Ryan. No, I'm not going to tell you. You can't one dish. Well, hit him with one dish. Come on. on, give him one. Give him one.
5: Give, Get the people gotta, what they want. He bro up a, uh, He started up with North Fork uh, Test Kitchen because uh, he has a little place. Um, no nope, on- secret. Uh, the what,
7: location is completely secret. It's secret. The place. Secret I won't give you an address,
5: but he does have a. He's got a hashtag North Fork Test Kitchen, um, where he's basically looking at like local farms, you know, building different dishes and um, working on exactly what I he's going to be. So you uh, can you can look at expand
7: that. on that. I am actively working with a couple farms on the North Fork. One is uh, Biophilia in Jamesport, New York. I dedicate four to eight hours a week working on that farm, getting in there. Um, you know, we are going to be working with them in the future. Also, uh, Browder's Birds um, and other farms. But, uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to participate with everybody. It's going to be a community. He's still not saying what he's making <laughs> right. changes. Like Nico's going to spill the beans here.
2: Politician. No, 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 I, I won't do that. But uh, when are you guys planning on
5: opening it? Uh, that would be spring of 2015. <laughs> uh, we've moved that to summer of 2015. 2015. Nico. And, yes. and for us, summer lasts all year long. All right. yeah. uh, we're 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 basically going to be breaking ground in the next, or not breaking ground because the the footing's already poured. We um, we bought a stove. Yeah, the stove was purchased. So we're looking to kind of begin um, building that in the next week. So we're excited. It should go fast. All the plans are done. They look awesome. So.
3: No, I respect that you, you don't want to announce all your dishes for it.
7: No, absolutely not. But if you guys, <laughs> if anybody listening wants to kind of uh, get a glimpse of what's happening, what I'm doing out there, you could look at uh, on Instagram at North Fork Test Kitchen. Um, everything on there uh, from my secret, secret laboratory,
3: laboratory is
7: in the uh, all locally island. sourced from the North Fork. Everything I create, I even make uh, sea salt. From my backyard, I harvest. The salt How about from the, what the about some ingredients that you'll be using? Uh, like I said, the uh, all the salt that I will be using will come from uh, the Peconic area, the North Fork, um, and all of the ingredients. You know, mostly. Will, will come. you have, use any proteins? Yeah, proteins and all proteins, vegetables, all that. You know, he's um, not going to tell I, you, Jim. No, you can ask him as much well, as you want. You guys want. know, so so you you are active with the um, with our brewery. You know what we're doing, but you know all of. All of our spent grain from brewing goes to feed the local animals um, at various farms on the North Fork. McCalls. uh, McCalls and uh, uh, Cornell Cooperative, their mushroom farm and whatnot, and uh, the local egg farm, North Fork Eggs. So, you know, a lot lot of animals are eating the the spent grain that, uh, you know... And we'll that, kill them and serve them to you fine. Correct. Those, <laughs> those animals will one day be on the plates in my restaurant on the property. So it's a beautiful thing. I love it. All
3: right, man. Well, John, you know, I, I, I met you when, when, when we first you started. And uh, what's the journey been like for you? You know, um, from this little you, – you had the – your first website was like the the floating yeah. empty keg in the y- water.
5: Y- you know, Timmy, you're the only one that liked that website. I get – like the, everybody else at the brewery hated that original website. You are my kindred spirit who enjoyed the floating keg that all of a sudden the whole website would freeze and you'd have to wait to find out where the actual brewery was and the whole thing. But, yeah, um, you know, six years, going on six years, it, it zipped by. Um, and we you know we feel really fortunate to be you know like swinging and, and doing what we're doing and being in the new space is just the culmination of it we look around still like a bunch of stupid you know idiot kids like how did this happen you know so we're we feel really you know thankful really fortunate to to be making beer on the north fork to be expanding to bring food in you know which improves the beer experience um, so, it's been fucking awesome. You know, oh, it's really gonna be good. great.
3: I'm, I'm definitely I'm gonna come out there uh, right beginning of summer and hang out. Tall ships, baby. Have some fun. What's the tall ships? Tell us. We about have
6: that. the the tall ships are coming. We have we are sponsoring the. Uh, that, her, uh, the harmony,
5: oh. the Hermione in uh, English, the Hermione, Hermione. In, in French. Hermione,
3: and where is that going to be in Greenport? It's going to be in
5: Greenport. Yeah, it's what
6: naturally one of the largest, uh, deepest natural harbors on the East Coast, and it's what uh, uh, General Lafayette gave to General Washington to help us in our on our pursuit <laughs> of liberty. So what are
3: you, we got? We got some other long Nico, and uh, you guys, what do you think of this beer, the Summer Ale?
4: You know, I, I, I you know. I, at BBDS, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a good relationship with DJ, the brewer there. He, uh, the the Summerail sells like crazy. He just did a uh, hop mommy on cask for us with Cascade hops. Did, did you
3: bring a sample of that?
4: Uh, it's on cask, impossible. <laughs> Ralph, you know, you, you, you know, you're
3: a secret. You're a secret guest tonight because you got a lot of information. <laughs> I know. I do. I'm trying to hold back on everybody. I'm
4: letting everyone talk, man. <laughs> um,
3: but Nico, what do you think of the Summerail?
4: It's really In good. It's a little, the honey gives it a
2: little bitterness, and uh, I have to give a shout-out to Scott, who did all the label work. Um, yeah. I just did a bunch of stories with him, kind of dissecting each of the labels, and they're
6: great. What, what's his
3: full name, Nico?
6: Uh, Scott Blue Dorn. Yeah, they're, they're really cool.
3: And then, uh, Sean, what's the next beer from Queenport Port Harbor that we should try?
6: The next beer we should try, I, I would say it would be the Harbor Ale, so if we're going to walk up the, the progression that we have of hops um the harbor ales are flagship pale ale 5.3% american pale ale 30% wheat malt God. is the real distincter or distinctive uh, difference between a lot of American Pale Ales, Dry Hop and Cascades. I love Ralph from BBD. Right. Yeah, pass they the they
3: pass off. the ball
6: around. Instead of pouring for everybody just yeah. takes it and He's swigs like,
3: it. Yep. I like the size. That's
8: my all. guy over there. He's like,
6: I'll take it. <laughs> I'm a
4: serious beer drinker.
6: And the, and the label, actually, of the Harbor real, I know we're on radio, so it's hard to talk about exactly what it looks like, but I, I trust all of our listeners. You can take we'll a be, photo and we'll tweet be looking. at beer uh, underscore sessions. I will. I will. But see, the beautiful thing is that Scott Dorn's original design uh, that, that really. Really we fell in love with as a as a brewery was this image and it's an image of a sperm whale with a house growing off of the, the the top of the of the whale as you do and we looked at that and we had about eight right john different
5: designs that we were looking at and we just yeah so basically you know it was the i went to art school hello anybody out there who did the same made the same mistake I did. Um, <laughs> and explaining that to your parents so it, you know it was the first time we were going to package. We waited six years. you know we waited to build a brewery to be able to do it we didn 't want a contract brew out. not that that 's not fine for anybody else, but we kind of wanted to be in control of our beer and the beer going into bottles. So we waited and once we got there, it was time for me to kind of work on the package design and you know I have that background and the the cool thing is that the illustrator who's represented on on the package is a surfer dude from the from Montauk from the South Fork and we found him literally a week before I presented eight different versions of packaging. <laughs> and It was the 11th hour. And I never wanted to have Greenport Harbors. Jimmy, you've been there. It's a cool town. It's legit. It's like, if there are fist fights in the middle of the town. It's like, it still ha- preserves its like original fishing, like, you know, kind of history. And no doubt, there's narrow carousel and stuff like that. They're trying to make it a little it's bit a more... badass carousel. Tourist, it's badass. Tourist friendly, but it is still, like, legit. And I never wanted to do, like, artwork that was, like, that contrived nautical, you know, imagery that that just, you, you just feel like your stomach is rolling. I wanted stuff to look different and interesting, and this guy... Brought it together in a big okay. way, so use your imagination out there and imagine. It is cool You guys it's could be taking. You
3: could take photos and tag it at beer underscore sessions and show everybody if you want we'll to. We'll do that. Yeah, but nobody really is on Twitter anyway, so I don't know. I'm listening to the radio live. All right, so um, damn, this is a good beer, Harbor Ale. Thank you. Right? It sounds like what this is repressed fishermen who fight in the streets, right?
5: And they well, drink this stuff. It tastes like it. Too. Yeah, it's like their sweat. It's fighting tears. beer. And also, when was this packaged? Like yesterday. It's at the bottom of the six pack. I think it was actually packaged. If not yesterday, maybe Monday. It, wait, it was Monday packaged was? yesterday. Yesterday, yes. It was Yesterday, All right, yesterday. So, I,
4: I have physically gone to the brewery and seen the glue gun on the <laughs> yeah. line. I physically packaged it, so I'll tell you. I've seen Joe and DJ gluing those boxes <laughs> together. So, so, John, tell
3: me about the development of your brewery. So, DJ, you know, I know he worked had a lot of, lot of brewing experience, and then yep. in your little brewery in Greenport, yes, yeah, So working. it's really
5: you know the three of us. Uh, um, DJ Rich Vandenberg, my best friend, and myself, who were the original three. And we brought Greg Dorosky, who's now at Three's Brewing. A shout-out to Greg. He's making awesome beer in Brooklyn.
2: What's up, Greg? Word up.
5: Hey, Greg. Hey, Greg. Um and uh, Joel. So he came in, you know, <laughs> after that. And hey, Greg. We just kind of started moving down the line of, of, of moving Greenport out and, and, you know, making beer and, and making awesome beer thanks to, you know, DJ Swanson led led that charge and and it is I'm going to say the word again. My mother it's my mother's birthday today, so she's going to be horrified. But fucking awesome, he's an awesome brewer, and um, we're uh, we're we're happy to have him. And it's the reason really where where we are at today. So All right. um, let's make a toast to G- DJ. Absolutely, DJ. and
3: uh, DJ. Uh, we have a lot more to talk about today on Beer Sessions Radio. We'll be back in a few minutes. All cheers. right,
4: cheers.
1: In L. Knife & Son acquired Union Beer Distributors, which was originally located on Union Avenue in Brooklyn, but has since expanded to its present location alongside the English Kills Canal in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Union Beer has grown dramatically in the last decade as the primary distributor of Anheuser-Busch products for Kings County, Brooklyn, through the hiring and development of the best people in the industry.
3: Hey, 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 welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Check us out, org. There's so many great shows. There's like two beer shows. There's a wine show. There's a spirit show. There's a cheese show. A lot of good stuff, issues and politics, and school and even a school lunch show, which is one of my favorites. So uh, here we are, and I, I know we have listeners in England and Germany and Michigan and Florida, but also here in New York, and um, we're, we're drinking, getting ready for the summer because we're with uh, Greenport Harbor Brewing out of North Fork, Long Island, and we also have a special guest who has a great uh, BBD Eats. as a beer bar restaurant in uh, Rocky Point. Long Island So it's, this is the time of year We start thinking about What are we going to do this summer And for me With a new brewery uh, Greenport Harbor has In Peconic, New York I could spend every weekend out there
6: Just hanging it, and, out And Jimmy We hope that you do Well you
3: also I know Absolutely. what you have the, There's a Jitney There's a bus that comes From New York City and in a little over an hour and a half You can be at the door of your brewery Jitney It's yep.
5: actually called The Greenport Harbor Brewing Stop
3: And it's, then you have the uh, You have this cool The coolest thing that I've seen It's a fire truck That you've turned into Like a bar on wheels
5: yeah, yeah, so It's a fire truck from the East End Passed it by on the way to uh, An account one day And it was uh, for sale And we you know, had no money at the time Which made sense, like, to buy a fire truck So we offered them, I think Like one-fifth Of what they wanted And somehow they were like, okay, we'll do that So, yeah, we now have a fire truck that Is loaded to uh, pour beer And um, the sirens And it pumps water and does so everything of everything a fire truck should do so gets you get drunk the, and hydrates you you just don't want this in front of your house if your house is on fire that's <laughs> wouldn't you would be helped very if you want a beer then you'd be okay but so s-
3: someone just poured for me a beer from a growler it's really yeah, good. So
6: that was Canard Noir, which is our um, it's our take on a black saison. Yeah, we got that on a draft right now. It's yeah, awesome. so good, isn't it? I it's mean,
4: one of my favorites.
6: The this beer. So DJ, his baby is Black Duck, our our porter. It's an English style porter, arguably the best beer I've ever I've ever had, and I, I say that very loosely. <clears throat> I don't say that very loosely. It is a wonderful example of styling of that style of beer. Not many people make an English style porter. Uh, it's one of the reasons why. When I met John and Rich, the first beer they gave me and DJ was at uh, was at Barcade about six years ago, and they were like launching it, and I was working for Victory, and I was like, all right, show me, show me your shit, man. What you got? What you got, man? What, what, what's good? And I was expecting them to whip out a double IPA, an imperial stat with cocoa nibs, or something, and they're like, it's a 4.7% English-style porter. And I went, really? This is it? This is what you're going to base your, my impression on? Because, you know, I worked for Victory, so I thought it was tough shit. I wasn't, by the way, uh, and it was amazing. It was amazing. So, anyway, this beer is a, a takeoff of Black Duck using um, our French saison yeast with some additional um, specialty malts into it, and a lot of love, a lot and of it's care. Like, it's a,
3: a French name. In it it is, means yeah, yeah. A black duck. Put a French, in French. name. And that means it was, it was
5: actually a we, different we, yeast. It was brewed so that all of us could go to BCTC up in Omagang um, that first summer. And six years in, we've still not made it to BCTC. We're in, we're in this year, though. Sean's taking it to BCTC oh, this you, year you need, a first Belgian, time. you
3: need a Belgian-style beer, is that what? You
5: do need a Belgian-style beer to go to BCTC. And we brewed it that first year. It's like, oh, this is what we'll bring. And of course, you know, the middle of the summer is like the craziest when you're making beer uh, in the United States. And, and we were just so slammed that it was just... We agreed and then rescinded, agree, and for five years going re- agreed, rescinded, and, and now we're definitely going. We're psyched to be there. It's awesome, you know, festival, awesome event. And uh, Sean's going to bring August, it up. Early August,
3: Cooperstown, New York. Yeah, man. Hey, um, on that note, who likes to drink dark beer in the summer? I, I do. do.
5: I do. I absolutely definitely
6: do.
3: So let's start with Brian. So, do you think there'll be any uh, pairings with dark beer on your
7: menu? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the all restaurant. the beers. But uh, Black Dog <laughs> Porter is bitch. actually my favorite beer. I mean, I'm all about that. I drink it all summer long. Um, I got a refill. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs>
3: Ralph, so at
4: your place, do, do you how,
3: how many lines do you have at uh,
4: BBD Eats? And we have exactly uh, twenty eight lines of CO two, two nitro, and one cast engine. That's direct right draw. And, and so, so like, in the build summer, top, now dry how, up approximately the how many w- would be, like, dark or darker color? You know, it's so funny. We have uh, seven lines dark right now because of the stat event we did. You know, we, we I like to switch it up. In the summertime, we bust out all the stuff we've been aging, uh just, just to mess with people and throw sours on there. And then, obviously, I'll have DJ from Greenport make me a cask with some something lighter. Uh, Greg from Threes will throw me some of his IPAs. Uh, so we have a good balance.
3: So, so to you, like with the Long Island Beer Week, it sounds like the Long Island beer scene has really come a long way.
4: Yeah, to get back to the, the Long Island Beer Week, when I was mentioning how I had all those badass stouts from all across the country, I <laughs> took I took a bunch of stouts that were local. Uh, you know, I had a Triton from Greenport. I had a couple of things local that uh, I put up next to the, the beers that everyone travels all over to get, and said, "Hey, try this Parabola. Now try this Triton. You know, or try this." Uh, you know, to put them next to each other and to show how Long Island beer is just as good. John, what's the Triton? I haven't had that.
5: So the Triton's our barley wine. And and as as soon as Ralph said that, I'm like, wow, where'd you get a Triton from? And, of course, he's really good friends yes. with uh, DJ, our head brewer. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But his there's kids, like we have our beer me. museum and it's very thin right now. So there's like the beer bleeds out, you know, because uh, we actually didn't brew Triton this past year. We brewed it the year before. Um so it is it's 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 a bit of like a, a hard one to get and it's my wife's favorite beer, so you know, Sweet. she's not gonna be happy listening to any of this. Because um, she hasn't had it in she's a while. She's a
3: barley wine swimming woman. Yes, yeah, she woman. loves it.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she did well, John. She works with some British people. And and when she says, oh, I love the barley wines, they say, oh, yeah, that's what the alcoholics love in in Britain. So <laughs> she's horrified by that. But that is her favorite. Theater. You know
4: what it was? I had a bunch of barley wines and stouts that were pretty killer age for two years. I called DJ personally and said, hey, man, you know, why don't you give me one of those tritons to put next to this? Green pork can get some marketing out of it. And people came in, they were drinking the Triton, and it was so smooth. And it was just, you know, we dropped the CO2 level on it, we dropped the temperature up to like 39 degrees. About, you're do you have, do you have, do you have language, regulators bro? for yeah, regulators so. for each
3: tap? What's that? Do you have, it sounds like you have a really awesome, uh, Draft system.
4: Yes, we actually have calibrated eats. lines where... So each, each one has its own... Right. Kind of like what Taurus does, but ours is direct draw. The, the line's only three feet long. And what we do is we calibrate each line with a different thickness of hose. So if it's a stout, if it's a cider, we go 316, so it's smaller. So, for example, for the Triton, we, drop, we can drop 10 of our lines down the uh, 38, 39 degrees.
3: I'm going there, Ralph. Yeah. I'm talking about you, because you've you, you got now, a great story, man. The beer's great. The food's phenomenal. Yeah, so you,
4: you were a chef.
3: Yeah At some really great places Yeah
4: Still a chef yeah, t- Tell us a couple of places We're going to build this guy up A couple of places that you've, you worked that, that people might know of uh, I was at jean George for like three years They opened oh, up Bradley oh, Ogden's oh. in Vegas uh, we, we actually won we got a, a James, James Beard, Beard Award Best restaurant in the country First for Las Vegas That was in my prime 26 year old This is Ralph <laughs>
3: Perazzo Everybody knows him <laughs> First time I met him I don't know anything
4: Nico knows everybody. I, Nico is like my personal PR agent. He loves promoting me. You guys have been inviting I, he's me. He's everybody's personal <laughs> PR agent. I, like, I like to hide. And he's like, dude, people need to know about you, man. But
3: you went deep. So we got, we got two like really good chefs on the show tonight, which is cool. It's but pretty you- badass. I'm
4: loving it. Yeah, man. So you like you went deep. You went what? BBD. What does that mean? Uh, you know, it stands for beers, burgers, desserts. It's three of the top things that I love. Uh, I worked for a lot of high-end restaurants and uh I uh, got tired of working with somebody else and said, I want to make food that I would want to eat more than once a week. And, uh, you know, the concept started out with uh, we were drunk one night and someone said, what's your favorite thing? It's beers, burgers, desserts. Came out to BBDs. We made a logo, made a whole concept. And the food is not just burgers, but uh, that gets people in. And then they come in and then they have a craft beer experience. Uh, we have a lot of uh, menu items that grab you right away I think you would say you know uh, but we also have burgers Which let well, me ask
3: Brian have
7: you been to BBD Eats I have not but you know I'm planning with DJ really soon to go in there so it's gonna DJ, happen DJ's
4: like a he's like the norm of he's BBD. a local he's <laughs> like he walks in everyone's like DJ yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
7: he tells me all the time you know he's in there quite often and he tells me all the time you know how uh, how much fun he has and uh, it's the only amount of time when there's one thing
4: my DJ he will always order like I'll have some funky beer on i Yo, you got to try this. You got to try that. Or, well, hey, they just sent me this. He will still go back to a Greenport beer. Fuck yeah, he will. Every single time. Loyalist. <laughs> Come on. Every single time. He'll all try it. Ghpc. <laughs> but then he'll go back to a Greenport Do you beer. guys, does
7: Every Greenport
3: time. Harbor, do you guys have hats or any uh, kind of merchandise? <laughs> um, yeah.
6: We're pretty shallow when it comes to that. T-shirts? We're we, making beer right now. We just launched a packaging line. So all You, you guys don't have kind of any merchandise
3: to, to put on the air for our... It's online. Yeah, you can go to our yeah. website. Do you want to do a giveaway? To do a giveaway to so sure. someone who's listening right now. Um, sure, all right. <laughs> what you got to give away? Uh,
7: Johnny, you give away something. Uh, <laughs> fire truck. Yeah, the we got a fire truck and uh, a
3: T-shirt. You don't have a hat or a t shirt. Sure, you do. Absolutely. Okay, you want to do? What do you want to give away on on air right now? I would love to give away a t shirt. Okay, what so a Greenport Harbor uh, t shirt.
2: I I got it. So the. Fr- So we'll give away one Greenport Harbor T-shirt for the first person who can correctly spell John's last name. Oh, Oh, big business! Tag tag beer sessions in Greenport Harbor. So you do
3: at beer underscore beer underscore sessions, and what's spell John? Lee G's last name. That's yes. right. Yeah. Uh, what is it?
2: At Harbor Brew is that it?
3: Greenport right. Brew.
2: Yeah, Greenport. Greenport Brew.
3: But whatever you do, we'll be watching John at Greenport Brew. So they're getting excited. We're talking. About, <laughs> so Ralph, you're like the new personality, man. I guess so. I, you're like one of these like my, this Billy Durney from Hometown Barbecue. You remind me of him. Really? You're you're like a, a great accomplished chef, and you're always upbeat. And thank you so. much. I, I'm really. Uh, Proud of it, it me kind you, of man. a badass yeah kind of a badass <laughs> Thanks, but so you got you got a great draft system you got a great what, what are like I'll ask you what are three items on your menu that when Brian goes there with DJ what should he order uh, or are you going to make
4: them off-menu? To be honest with you, the the crispy beef heart that we do. Uh, we like to do a lot beef of funky heart. stuff where people normally wouldn't eat, but then I they like try it. And they How do you it. make a crispy beef heart? Uh, we actually take beef hearts and we cure them, and then we actually confit them in uh, beef, aged beef fat. <laughs> uh, Dehydrate di- them, and then fry them really quick when we toss them in this, like... Uh, very concentrated uh, soy marinate. So like, like, like beef, beef fat, is, is, happy with that. it's tallow, yeah, right? It's, uh, it's uh, called, it
3: would is tallow, beef fat, is that the same well, what thing? What
4: we do is we take aged beef fat and we actually render it out and then we actually strain it, clarify it, and that's like our... But is
3: is, is me tallow mean. the same thing as beef fat?
4: Tallow, I would have to say no. No. Not not my world. my world. a well, chef, unless you know but, uh, something I don't know. i never heard of that. Can you I, in the, the old, tallow? I, I personally have but going
3: fallow tallow. In the old days, like McDonald's fries, did they used to fry things in beef fat?
4: Lard. Lard. Which yeah. lard is actually healthier for you than vegetable Absolutely. oil. Absolutely. I will go on radio and say that. Please look it up if you don't believe me. Shout Eat bacon every day.
3: Tallow. So right, you, you got me going now. See, so the, the, the beef hearts and the beef fat... Okay, what's, what's another dish that Chef Brian should um,
4: try? I would have to say our, uh, we actually make homemade ramen. Mm. Uh, George Cow, who is actually coming to our beer, dinner, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Sun Noodles. He makes all the noodles for uh, David Chang, all the people in the city.
3: George Cow is uh, one of the most accomplished like Asian food and drink oh, guys. For years, yeah. he was a, a top sake rep. Right. He moved the Sun Noodles. It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, and nobody
4: knows him. And like anyone that's doing big business now in the ramen world, it's because of George Cow. And I'm a huge supporter of his. And uh, I had him actually come out. And uh, I got some. Uh, actually got some uh, yuzu beer from New Belgium. I had him send me just when he was coming. Because I knew he would appreciate that, and I served him my ramen because I wanted the approval, because I wanted to serve ramen at BBDs. And for a white guy, a white Italian guy from Long Island serving ramen, doesn't really make <laughs> sense, right? So uh, he came out had my ramen and uh, gave me the thumbs up and and kind of teached me on how to fix things and make it right. So I would say yeah. the ramen's a big deal. We do it vegetarian also. Uh, we do a full vegan. But you're not veg- a white guy, Ralph. You're Italian. I'm, it's true. Very We're true. special. And I'm half Sicilian. We're special <laughs> for you. And then the third dish, what should I have? Uh, I have the steakhouse burger. You know, we have a wood fired coal grill. Um, you know uh, my buddy made it for me custom it's a Spanish style grill We have it. it's brick encased gets up to like 1300 degrees so the steaks the burgers wow. we, br- we brush them with a the miso butter it's pretty serious brioche bun uh, probably one of the best burgers I think in the country uh, I, I'm excited to be invited back to the Rachel Way Burger Bank. I gotta get out to Rocky yeah. Point
6: yeah we're killing it with that 70% Let's of our sales you. Russell can I come with you the grill- <laughs> yeah
7: we need to do a field trip man so. the grill all station
4: goes down every night because <laughs> we, get, we get killed on that you know John Liegi, who knows how to spell his last name? Come that's on, pretty... you get a T-shirt. Okay.
3: and
7: then BBD means BB
3: desserts. One, dessert, desserts. one dessert for for Brian and Sean because they're going the same night.
4: I would say the cinnamon because we make it fresh in house. It's oh, fresh dough. It uh, we got some Saigon and cinnamon uh, there, pastry cream. <laughs> we roll it up fresh, we proof it, bake it, uh, put a great cream cheese icing on it. Goes great with a porter so that's or a stout. A, a porter. Yeah Black duck border. Yeah uh, Black duck porter uh, Especially you, 100% uh, We have my friend Just gave me a beer Right now He's actually doing A coconut uh, ginger porter That we have on draft uh, That goes really well With the cinnamon As well Wow Fried beef hearts mm. That's actually One of the past for the beer di- For the Vermont beer Dinner we're going To talk about soon Man and, yeah. and
6: also the Vermont beer that you just passed, you, you supplanted. That our, is my uh, man, Jamie, property. from now uh, uh, so good good. Beer, guys. Dude, All right, we're, All just, we're right. jumping All ahead. Right. We're jumping cool. ahead. Cool. Jumping cool. ahead,
3: Sean. What are you going to say?
6: i will take a short ahead. break. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll on. be back in a few minutes here at Beer, beer Sessions, Sessions Radio. Radio. Woo! Right on.
3: Hey, hey hey welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio number My good buddy Sean McCain's back on the air. Come on now. From this Vic- is uh
6: number six. I Victory
3: brewing to the Bronx and now Greenport at home, Harbor brewery, man, and John Ligi. John, don't tell anyone how to spell your last name, but
5: yeah. So it's L. You're driving in yeah. Long
6: Island, you might
5: start Dave, off. But don't forget, guys.
3: I know. I know how easy it is out on Long Island. You guys <sighs> are chilling all the time, and yeah, it's bon a great lifestyle out though, there. But baby. it's so cool that you guys have, have expanded your brewery. Yep. you're in Peconic. It's, it's a great place to go to the tasting room. Your brewery is bigger. Yeah. Are,
5: are you actually making all your bottled beer in the new brewery? We are. So we are, you know, we do. So the, the original brewery, 15 barrel system, we do our one offs. We do more experimental stuff. There are three beers in the spirit of Brian Russell. We we will not say what those beers are presently, but <laughs> we're, we're brewing them for our anniversary party, January um, 11th, or January, uh, July 11th. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it should be a big, big party. But yeah, all basically what this brought us, this bigger space, brought us more production, brought us more control, brought us packaging. You know, we just didn't want to kind of hand it off to somebody else when we got into a space that let us do it and we it was a it was the worst two years of my life to like talk to the banks and get everything done for this new space because we thought like we were geniuses the first time and got the first brewery done this next one just kicked our ass and it was hard but you know what it anything hard kind of pays off and it it tastes better when you work hard so uh we're happy to be in there now and it's uh, – we're bringing bottles out for the first time. Let me just mention one thing about the new facility
6: because, like, we've uh, we reclaimed a firehouse. And as we've talked about, our, our fire truck as well. But the new facility in Peconic was built in the 1920s, and it's a, a, a was originally a Packard car dealership. So we've reclaimed the first ever gas station and car dealership that was on the North Fork of Long Island. And now the showroom shows off our four-vessel uh, 30-barrel brew house. And you can see it when you're driving on the main road as you pass by. And if you want to know where you can have a tasty beverage next to it, you look no further than the detail garage. And should you want to spend a little more time in the sun looking through the vineyards and the vistas that surround you, we have an acre. Open. Did you study right theater, Sean? No. I, You're yes. an awesome speaker. I might, be, I, might have, I might have a BFA. I don't know. I'm just going to uh,
3: give you things to read on air. You're going to be reading in between. But let's jump. So we, we got we got Long Island, Greenport Harbor. I think I'm spending a lot of time out there this summer. You better. Why not? But we got the new thing in Rocky Point. So, Ralph, when did you open BBD? I
4: would say about a year and a half ago.
6: When did you open your last Vermont beer? Because I'm thirsty.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking galaxy. Let's, t- let's cut to the chase. Then, uh,
3: you, you, you have been a huge supporter of craft beer and, and good food and, and a chef for many years. Right. So you got a dinner coming up next week, June 10th. Yes. And uh, t- tell us a few that you. you. got some special chefs and and special breweries represented.
4: No, every year we do a, uh, a charity craft dinner at BBD. It's called CBD, which stands for, you know, charity beer dinner. So... This year, you know, I decided to do Vermont. One reason is because I spent a lot of time up there. I absolutely love it up there. I've made a tremendous amount of friends. Uh, the people of Vermont, the brewers of Vermont are super humble, awesome people. Uh, Sean Hill gets his ass beat for being an asshole because he's got the number one brewery in the country. He's a and pure his name ge- is Sean.
6: It's not fair, man. <laughs> he's not a, he's, fair.
4: He's a pure gentleman. Uh, I've walked into the brewery of Alchemist, and Jen and John opened the doors, gave me a tour, gave me focal banger before he was even put out. Uh, Chris, from citizen cider, has given me stuff that you know he just made that week with his uh, with the person that works with him with a magic hat that came over. That's a chemist. You're doing great uh, stuff. I mean, I could talk for but hours. What, so, but, what's but what's next week, June tenth? So next week is a Vermont charity dinner that we're doing. We have ten chefs, nine different breweries from Vermont. Um, it's pretty amazing because it's the first time on New York soil we'll have all these breweries in one. Seating uh, yeah. along, and with I, the I
3: know you're going to tell us a little bit afterwards how that you made that happen. But right now, uh, two of your buddies from Vermont are on the air. So give us a awesome. quick intro. Who's on?
4: So you have Chris from Citizen Cider uh, doing a great job up there in Vermont, making fresh cider from fresh apples. We're <laughs> drinking that right now. It's uh, freaking delicious. You know, he, delicious. He, hey, Chris, is that you? How are you?
3: Good. And who's the other person, Ralph? Is it a little uh,
4: person is Jamie. He's from Lost Nation. Uh, he does he does goza. He does an amazing beer. Period. Uh, we were drinking that. a we bit of a
3: little bit of a just bit of a little bit is a little bit of a
4: little
8: bit of a little bit of a little a to voice and a to beat of a little bit of
3: a little one time. So, one time. So,
8: in traffic so, in Vermont.
5: Yeah.
3: So guys, let's, let's, uh, <laughs> since a have a call, bit a little bit of a minute so we a all hear. So Chris, just tell us about your, 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 your cider Company and the kind of stuff you're doing because we want to hear about it.
8: Well, uh, yeah. First of all, thanks so much for having us, having us on, and uh, it's been fun listening to the show so far. Uh, talking about some some of my favorite people out there, George Cow, who well, you know you guys mentioned earlier. I, I get the uh, privilege of doing our cider with with his course uh, that night at, at BPD. So he's he's an old friend of mine. Uh, I used to be in the wine world and sold, sold sake of George's uh, back up here in Vermont. So. The kind of
4: world's coming together.
3: Wait, so you're doing uh, oh, you're doing a, oh, uh, a special course a parent?
4: Jamie's walking in the door. I'll, All right, I'll take it from here while Jamie's walking in. So uh, <laughs> each course is a parent. Uh, Each course a little a
8: bit pa- about us. Uh, we're we're a uh, you know Crest cider company. We started in 2011. Uh, very humble beginnings. We really had uh, you know not not a lot to start with, and, and cider really wasn't happening very much uh, at that time. That's Jimmy pulling a can out of a pack. That I don't know you hear And that can. Um, and uh, yeah, we've just put one foot in front of the next, and uh, basically been 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 building character integrity for the last five years. Um, we've we've grown uh, quite a bit, and you know we're we're trying to lead the way with what craft cider is. Um, you know, craft beer has at this point, you know, it's an evolving world. Uh, but there's kind of an understanding of kind of how it works and who's who. And, you know, even though there's more people coming on the scene all the time, there's an idea of like what's what's great beer. Uh, cider is in a very different place uh, in its, its history. And it has a really long, rich history, which I won't get into right now. Chris, Chris. And hey, uh, before I get too far. Chris, but, um, yeah. t-
3: tell us about the course that you're doing at the dinner what cider you're serving and what George Cow is making for food?
8: George Cow is making a duck dish. Uh, I don't have it right in front of me, so I don't want to uh, skew any words. Ralph could probably read it to you. I could probably pull it off. But, um, Ralph I, th- I think it. Ralph has, has it. So.
4: I'm good. I got Ralph's it, Ralph's got it.
8: Um, and we're, we're going to serve our flagship cider. Um, it, it's called the Unified Press, the first cider that we made. Um, it's an off-dry cider that, you know, at the time when we started, there was a there was really one big macro cider company in the world, you know, also from Vermont, uh, and, and, you know, they had one, like, a kind of style of cider that, you know, was what was the norm, and then there were some, some small craft cideries, and when we came up with this uh, cider using local fruit... Um, and, uh, you know, has a, like an off-dry palate, clean, crisp, really has a, a massive feel, and it's, it's really food-friendly. I mean, he could have paired it with, you know, all different types of, of foods, really. I mean, it goes great with pork. It goes great with um, duck. But really, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a miracle. It goes with anything, guys.
3: Awesome, Chris. And, uh, Ralph, what is it paired with?
4: So it's, it's paired with a duck confit uh, maize bin ramen, which is like a dry ramen, uh, which actually we're comfying the legs at BBD's right now, and it's going to be tossed like Alamanute. Which means to order uh, during the <laughs> dinner with uh, shoyu tar and some flavoring. What does that mean,
3: um, Ralph, How many chefs do you have and cooks in, about in ten food?
4: right now? It's wow. crazy.
3: It's a big place. Yeah,
4: no, it's uh, everyone just came out of the woodwork, you know. Um, and then who's who's the next guest?
3: Who's Jamie? Tell us about Jamie.
4: Her. Jamie is from Lost Nation. I, I, I personally think. Uh, I, I drink a lot of beer, obviously, and I travel a lot in Vermont. And uh, I think all the brewers up there are amazing, but I really think Jamie and, and Alan, what they're doing there is they're uh, making beers that are four and a half percent, five percent, that are seriously crushable, delicious beer. Uh, it's kind of cool. When I first met Jamie, I brought him some of our homemade kabasa, and uh, as soon as we walked in the door with the boys, we started drinking beer. Next thing you know, I'm cooking. And uh, some other things kind of happened. You're like the and, beer ambassador, uh, and, uh, and, and we were just drinking <laughs> beer after beer after beer, on, yeah. and it was just a party. You know, we were there for like like five hours. We were late to go meet Sean Hill at Phil head And do we get is, and, uh, is uh,
3: Jamie on the air now?
4: Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> yeah. Jamie, just
3: hey. say hi and tell us a little bit about your brewery quickly. Yeah, so uh, we
8: started our brewery about two years ago. Um, we pretty much started from nothing. Um, Went out, wrote a business plan, um, found the financing. Um, our, our kind of idea was to do beers that people weren't doing, that hadn't been brought about yet, or hadn't been noticed. Um, some off, off color kind of things. Um, our flagship beer is a Goza.
6: We, uh, we just cracked beer. open a can right now, Jamie.
8: Yeah, so German wheat beer brewed with sea salt and coriander. Um, it's slightly tart. Um, yeah, not, uh, not a lot of people were doing that style at that point, um, so it was a little bit off the wall to try to just come out of the gate with that, and uh, yeah, we've, been, we've hit the ground
4: running. This particular Goza is going to be on cask, actually on our Cast engine at PBDs uh, on June 10th. And what are
3: you pairing it with, Ralph?
4: Uh, that is going with, let me take a look here. Uh, what we did was, is I went, I talked to all the chefs and told them the beer style we were doing, and explained to them each each individual person like what style of beer was. Uh, and we went back and forth. That one is going with. Let me see here. Why don't you, why don't you read the whole menu,
3: man? Because it sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, let
4: me let me let me go through the menu. So so our past hors d'oeuvres are. Uh, You know, duck wings, crispy beef heart, pulled pork bao buns, uh, bacon scallion pancakes, tuna tartare. And I actually do these vegan wings because, you know, craft beer world, there's a lot of vegan and vegetarians out there, so I cater to them. Uh. Uh, Jen and John from Alchemist insisted on a full can of focal banger to be passed around for the first course. So the rest of the dinner should be very interesting, considering giving an 8% beer, uh, 16 ounces. But uh, this first course will be me, which is a lump crab meat with purple salsa garlic pickles, r- homemade Russian dressings, poppy seeds, Uh That beer is going to be with a saison that I actually brewed with uh, Mikey from Otter Creek We actually took some uh, Lemon basil From Copa Crest On the North Fork of Long Island And uh, grab, DJ actually did me a favor And grabbed me some local hops And I actually went to the brewery And we actually brewed A Saison together uh, Which was super rad Great uh, Very cool of Mikey He's such a humble dude Second course Is going to be um, Fried pig strotter With hot mustard And white asparagus And birch yes. uh, We decided to do that With Zero Gravity hey, What's the birch? The birch is actually a friend of mine, Douglas Rodriguez. He's from uh, Boston. He was a chef at Clio. Super talented guy. Uh, he's super creative. Just kind of threw me out what he was doing. and I was like, cool, man. We're going to put it with the Breadhead IPA uh, from Zero Gravity. just makes sense. Birch, you know, uh, Breadhead. So um, course three, which George Cow is making the ramen with Unified Press from Citizen Cider. Uh, course four is Diver Scallops aka clam chowder, razor clams crispy bacon which is going to be from Josh Eden from August in New York City, super bad. chef. That
3: sounds like a a Long Island dish.
4: It it does. I'm actually getting them clams from uh, the South Shore over there. We're going to try to go scoop some up before the dinner. Uh, Switchback is doing their extra parallel with that. Then I actually invited my friend Mark who who is out of Philadelphia. I spent a lot of time in Philly because beer scene there is pretty pretty big. Uh, we're looking to do a BBDS down there also. So um, he's th- he's a vegetarian chef, so he's doing pan roasted trumpets, some smoked tomato, cream corn, basil, uh, fiddlehead. Their second fiddle double IPA is actually going to be paired with that because of the vegetarian course. I don't know if you had Fiddlehead stuff. Matt, uh, the brewer there, is doing some amazing stuff. I'm a huge fan of his mastermind IPA. I've given that to Nico multiple times. These are all Vermont breweries. All, and cider all, all Vermont. Guys. And then my man, my man Chef Guy, uh, Guy Rouge from Mirabelle. I'm sure you've heard about him. Uh, I paired him up with the guys from Lost Nation, because he's doing a glazed pork belly to go with the goose. So I, th- I think I think you know I think that'd be great salt wow. content and everything. Um, course Sevens, my friend Ryan from from uh, New Jersey. Uh, he's doing a rabbit uh, menzaluna. Am I saying that correctly? mint sour cherries, foie gras, emulsion. And that's going to be with Hill Farmstead, but he sent us a Pilsner, which I think is super badass because Sean really doesn't send Pilsners down here to New York. Uh, And I think Pilsner is one of the hardest So how did you get all
3: these – some of these beers aren't usually in New York. So what did you do?
4: Uh, I made a phone call to the State Liquor Authority uh, because we want to do everything legal. And uh, I said I'm absolutely out of my mind, and I uh, have a lot of friends in Vermont, and I want to promote them. I think they're all great people, and I love the people up there. And, uh, you know, this year I decided to go to Vermont, and it took some, some time, uh, but the SLA was super cool with it because it was for a charity.
3: When did you first approach the, the
4: State Liquor? Thing? I would say probably about six months ago. Well,
3: I will say it's really progressive, and they're doing a great job. You
4: know, they are. They, 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 they were nothing but helpful. Um, they appreciate me reaching out and being honest and uh, telling them what I wanted to do. And,. Um, The bottom line is they made it very simple for me. They said, listen, you know, just fill up marketing permits. Uh, It's for a charity It's great You know You've been open for two years You know You have a respected place It doesn't give any There's no defaults On your license Or anything like that And just for you Just for you to call us And let us know about it uh, They helped out Uh, So big ups to New York State Liquor Authority That's really nice to hear Yeah Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. That's that's good to know Because you always
3: wonder about that And and we've had other brewers That have wanted to come in For like a beer week Or something Right So you're saying That in the future That's the way to do it
4: Right So like my friends From New Belgium Be honest you know, the shoots You know, we're doing a metal fest at BBD's ah, For a two year anniversary party A little bunch of friends that are in bands And I said, listen, I have another event coming up How do I go about this? So they kind of gave me the ropes If you remember correctly um, Savor was in New York City Probably 2013, I think it was, right? Uh, it's usually in D.C. That was one year that I was there. So, you know, New Belgium and all these other breweries that were out. A, a lot of special right, beers. Right, well, Floyd's, so. like your shirt says. Exactly. So, uh, so Barnaby and all those guys, they all file for separate permits. And uh, I just basically called the SLA and said, listen, I got a 90-seat restaurant. You know, all these guys in Vermont, some of them are launching in New York. They're great people. I love to get them the exposure. I love to have their beer in my restaurant. Uh, the chefs come on their own free time, you know tax ID number, the whole deal, it's all legit, you know, what do I got to do to get this to happen? And they were just like, listen, just file this, 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 and you're good. And it was really that simple. So now this has launched other possibilities uh, for us to bring in outside breweries. You know, it's going to make
3: things like New York City Beer Week easier, Cider Week New York easier.
4: Right. I've even told Nico how I went about it because he was curious too, you know, how'd you pull this off? And I said, you know, anybody can do it. It's about putting in the legwork and time, which... Chris will tell you on, on radio. I put a tremendous amount of time into making this happen. Well, that's great. I, I was,
8: I was going to say something without you, uh, you know, plugging yourself there. Ralph, Ralph has I, I, I'm amazed at what a, uh, you know, the amount of energy that that Ralph had put into this whole thing is. You know, I've I, I've done a little bit to kind of connect with with a few brewers up here, but um, I, I'm blown away. I, I hope that a lot of people come down to to experience this because. <clears throat> I mean the, the the food lineup is looks outstanding, and uh, I know you know personally from drinking all these beers all the time, and my cider, of course, uh, you know that we're doing uh, doing some good beverage uh, beverages up here. In, Chris, th- uh, thanks, Vermont. man. So thanks, please, buddy. Please come down and, and, and check this out. What are
6: the dates, though? What are
4: the yeah? Dates? Tell so us, so, it, so so. Where's the
3: website? How do you so, find out? So about So it's
4: office? www.eatbbds.com. Click on CBD. Eat BBDs. Click on CBD. Uh, and you'll be able to see the, no, what, the menu tell us the
3: website one more time
4: it's www.eatbbds.com e-b-b-d-s Eat yep Eatbbds.com. Eat okay. dot so
3: th- it's going to be a good thing a lot of people go out to Long Island on the weekend from New York City right. it's worth going to that's awesome anything right. else uh, Nico bates? next june it's june 10th next week nico anything else going on long island beer anything you want to tell us about
2: uh, i want to actually shout out the uh, the app that i'm the editor of we're releasing a map in the next few weeks uh, with the 100 best bars and shops in new york city so uh, you can actually pre-order that at bluecrowmedia.com it's only 5 bucks and wh- right? what's
3: the app what's the yeah.
2: app uh craft beer new york it's available on iphone and android
3: okay and then you guys, John. It's so great to have you on, man. I'm so proud of your new place. Give one more shout out to your new Always brewery good. and Always your good. restaurant.
5: Do a shout out to DJ and Rich, who are back at the brewery working hard. I get to come in and eat pizza and talk to Jimmy.
3: All right, and Sean.
5: And
6: because Rich is not here, I have to mention that on June twenty seventh, the twenty eighth, we will be hosting a Kansas City sanctioned barbecue and blues festival. That's right, June twenty seventh, and that's when I told you I'm going to be out with you guys. Brewery. That's it. I'm we'll going to be there Saturday even mention from ten it, man. to ten, Sunday from ten a.m. to six p.m. Let's see you out there.
4: One more thing, Ralph. So another big thing is I want to mention that uh, Chris from Citizen Cider is distributed here in New York now through Serene Distributors. Uh, Lost Nation will be distributed here as well through Union. Uh, We're doing their launch party July 10th. I'm super excited to have 10 of their beers on Wild Draft System and some badass cask. This is a great show, guys. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank our
3: sponsors at Union Beer Distributors who've helped to bring this podcast to you tonight. Thanks to everybody who's been on the show, Nico, Sean. Uh, Ralph, Chris, Jamie, and Brian. Uh, and this has been a great show Thank on Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni. Thanks to our producers, Justin Kennedy and Maggie Siden, and our engineer extraordinaire, Jack Insley. Thanks for listening. See you next time on the radio. Five, All five, right. Five, yeah. yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Thanks for
1: listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org.